Let's go watch it in 2D. No, let's go watch it in 3D. But if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? What is that? That is London. 60 minutes is all it took to bring humanity to the very brink of extinction. Mankind mobilized. A new age arose. The age of the great predator cities. Survival of the fastest. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf Vega. Today I have with me... Jake Jarvis. And today we're reviewing Mortal Engines. As always, we'll talk about the 3D element first. Jake, what would you think of the 3D? Uh, it was there, kind of, almost. I was really disappointed. These gorgeous visuals, and it just didn't seem to have a whole lot of depth. And uh, this is easily the weakest of Peter Jackson's uh, movies, the 3D. Uh, in fact, I didn't get anything out of it. If you've got to see this, just save yourself a lot of money and see it in 2D. Now, you said there's a lot of cardboard effects in the, your written review. Okay. You know, when you have 3D, you have to layer it out to give it a rounded effect. Well, there were several scenes, especially with uh, S running, and then it would just, the scene, she would look like, almost like a cardboard cutout because it's just stick, a flat surface sticks out. And she looked almost like a gingerbread man running. So it just didn't look natural. Yeah, did not look natural at all. Uh, and they went, I mean, you, it happens in every conversion, but it just seemed to be much more noticeable with this one. You know, it's a real shame because um, when I watched it, um, I watched this movie too, but I watched the free screening of it and it was in 2D. And I was like, oh, this part would have looked really good in 3D. And it looks like it wasn't. <laughs> No, but it's it's also, uh, you have to admit, um, a lot of theaters don't take a lot of care with 3D, which is a real shame. They hose us uh, all these surcharges, and then they just flip a button and don't even bother to adjust it. All right, so your final verdict is a weak 3D, 2D recommended, am I right? Yep, exactly. All right, so got into the movie itself. Um, I had no idea what Mortal Engines was before I watched this movie. I'd never read the book, never heard about it. This was completely new to me walking in. What about you? Yeah, I've, I had heard of it, but I hadn't read it. So it's written by Philip Reeves. I don't even know who that person is. I've never heard of his work. Um, have you heard of any of his other work? Nope. Now, is it done by Peter Jackson or not? Because it's kind of, they're advertising uh, it, but... Uh, he uh, produced it. Uh, his partner, Christian Reeves, he worked with him on the Lord of the Rings uh, movies. Uh, this is his, I don't know if it's his actual directorial debut or just his uh, a big Hollywood feature debut. Uh, but he was the actual director. So, this movie takes place in the deep future. It's a little bit hard to put a date on here because they never really tell you. Um, 
At least that's what I got. Did you get a date frame when this movie supposed to take place? Just thousands of a thousand years after the sixty minute war. Which is apparently World War Three. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're assuming it's World War Three. And there's like super machines that are like could destroy everything and after those events happen, then people go into I kinda compared it to like cars. But like giant city level cars, and they'll just roam the earth, and then gobble up other cars, and what they call—I think it was like municipal digestion or something. Yeah. Uh, Peter. Um. No. Terry Gillum did a short film that played before uh, the meeting alive, which basically had people uh, sailing around in in buildings and acting like pirates, and that. And this movie kind of reminded me of that, except they took it into a more steampunk uh, aesthetic. Future steampunk at that, because steampunk is actually supposed to be in the past. But yeah, yeah Victorian, <laughs> but the, a lot of the technology they used in here was very analog uh, and very much of the era. So, And a lot of the flourishes and stuff were... Uh, it wasn't exact steampunk. I mean, it's it's not like the TV show Wild Wild West or anything like that. The movie too, yeah. <laughs> no, well, the TV show more than the movie. I don't want to get people curious. Don't. If you're curious about seeing the Will Smith Wild Wild West, my word of advice: don't do it. <laughs> it's kind of like a guilty pleasure for me. It just It's okay. so stupid, but I, I kind of like it. <laughs> well, it is better than this movie. I will say that. Alright, so getting on to the plot. Um, it's, okay. Until like halfway through this movie, I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> Were you lost here, for, or is it just me? Uh, I didn't even get, care. Okay, you didn't care. I didn't get, I, didn't, I was kind of lost. I was like, okay. I don't know what's going on. And then they finally kind of explain things and like flashbacks. And like, mm-hmm. I was telling my wife, cause I watched this with her on our anniversary that I feel like this is like the third movie and in a series and they have flashbacks to the first and second movies. And by the time you get to the end of the movie, you understand the whole picture, but it really starts off pretty rough. Like, I don't know what's going on. You're just following this one guy, you know, and the one city gobbles up another city. And then there's this one woman that wears red that wants to kill this one guy, but you don't understand why. And then this other guy, he wants to stay in there and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. study the, you know, he's like an archeologist or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Tom is the name of the character. And the other character, Hester, um, and mm-hmm. then they escape, and then they're trying to stop the um, character, the evil. Yeah, Valentine. Uh, Thaddeus Valentine, which is an amazing name, <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> which you know, very charismatic villain from like taking mm-hmm. over the world, and um, that's basically the story here. We also get some stuff with like a robot and mm-hmm. uh, the resurrected man. Uh, play, voiced by Stephen Lang. Uh, since he lost out cable, he took the next best thing, I guess. 
that was an interesting story, but it didn't, it's like, okay, it could have been resolved in, like, a sentence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I, I figure the only reason they left it in there is because Stephen Lang was just so charismatic and so good. He was, uh, he was hundred, uh, you know, when he's heartbroken, you know, you just got the feels, uh, but, you know, the object of his affection, she was not worth it. I mean, these, uh, the two leads in here are the most charismatic leads I have seen in a big 3D blockbuster movie since John Carter. It's just bland. Like, I just don't care. Uh, they had no chemistry, nothing. Uh, I mean, you. I found myself rooting for Thaddeus Valentine. At least he was charismatic. <laughs> yeah, and interesting. And um, yeah, and Rob, or, yeah, and Robert Sheehan, the guy who plays Tom. I mean, you might remember him from the British version of The Misfits and that incredibly terrible Portland shot movie with David Tennant called uh, Bad Samaritan. You know, this movie is an interesting premise. I've never seen anything quite like it. The visuals are amazing. And I did not really question anything that was going on on screen. You know, I gotta give it that. The visuals were spectacular. But the story does not hold a candle to the visuals. Yeah. I'm just wondering if this is going to be like Blade Runner for 13-year-olds. Because my thought is this. I'm just too grown up for this. To... To put up with the foolishness of uh, the way they're laying this out. I was just like, I'm over it. It's pretty, uh, but it's bad. Now, like, the machine part I found interesting, but, like, they never, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. I don't, we, you know, I just kind of let it go and be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> it makes sense in the movie and move on. And, you know, so it's an interesting premise. Only a okay, so-so kind of movie. Um, what mm-hmm. do you give it? Five. All right. I like it a little bit more than you. I'll give it a six, but it's just like a little bit more. It's not really worth your time. The only thing that's kind of weird is that the the it's a great thing to see on the big screen because the big, huge um, things you see, but at the same time, you don't want to see this on the big screen because you want to pay that much, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you know, the big, huge New London, you know, it looks awesome in a giant screen. It's not going to work the same if you watch it on your TV or your monitor at home. You know, it won't work the same. It doesn't have the same impact. But I, don't, I can't really recommend going, someone go out of their way to see this. It's, you know, okay. You know, some parts are good. I think some of the flashbacks are more interesting than the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like, this movie is like one expedition dump after another. Uh, They don't miss an opportunity to tell you something when showing it would have been better. And like that, um, I forget that Asian woman's name. They never really explained much of her at all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Anna Fong. Oh God, I can't remember that actress's name. She was uh, really interesting. What little she was there. Uh, So, yeah, it's just okay. It's... I I could see how some people think this is the worst movie of the year. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's, you know, I like yeah, it. It's not the worst. Trust me, this is not the worst movie of the year. <laughs> so, all right. I guess that's going to be it. I don't really feel like it's worth the effort to even do a spoiler cast. So that's going to be basically it. Yeah. 
Exactly. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. All right, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, our email address is email3d42d at gmail.com. So that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye, everyone.